0: Hey, welcome back. Thanks for joining me. I want to continue this commands of Christ that we started. The first command of Christ that we talked about was repent because Jesus came out of the gates as soon as he started his ministry saying, repent, but there's an interesting command that he gave, let not your heart be troubled. Now that just sounds like comforting words, right? But as you look at it in the context of all the surrounding scripture, this is a command. This is Jesus telling us, do not let your heart be troubled. And not a command as in like, he's pointing his finger, shouting at us, let not your heart be troubled. Because as you know, when you're in an emotional state and somebody's like rattling you up even more, by telling, calm down, that doesn't help. He's letting us know as our great high priest, as our comforter, that we should not let our heart be troubled but it is a command cuz listen I, I mean when you put it in the broader context of Jesus's words he's telling us not to let our heart be troubled not to not to fear how many times did Jesus say fear not so we're going to look at a few different scriptures just a few select scriptures where Jesus is telling us not to let our hearts be troubled we're going to start by looking at John 14, 27. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace that I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You know, and he goes on to say about he's, he's leaving and he's sending the comforter. And as he's saying this, I'm hearing him say, listen, listen. Trust in me. Don't trust in the things of this world. That's what's really going to bring you peace. So the command with let not your heart be troubled is is not a command not to fear. It's a command to put your trust in him rather than in other things that you think are going to bring you comfort and peace. First and foremost, he's he's concerned with us trusting in him for peace. So when you're troubled... Don't look to the world because that peace isn't sufficient and it doesn't last. Only he can give that kind of peace. And, and, and it's so it's so prevalent throughout this section of John that j- just a little while later in John 16, he's saying, I've said these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So building upon what I just said, where he's saying, trust in me, not in the world. He saying the world's just going to cause trouble. I'm the one that gives peace. And he says, you know, there's just two contrasts. I'm peace, the world's trouble, but I've overcome the world. He takes precedent over the troubles of the world because he's more sufficient. He's better. He's victorious. Over any of the troubles that the world has to offer. That's comforting to me. Knowing that nothing that could come my way in this world is something that can overpower him is huge. Okay. <clears throat> this is a uh, this next scripture that we're gonna look at is a a really widely known section where he says not to be anxious. Okay. Uh, it's Matthew six twenty five through 26. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And I'm going to go on because uh, I really like what comes next in context. And which of you being anxious can add a single hour to a span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field and how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, Will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek all of these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself, sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Now I hear him saying something else here. In John, he was saying, the world is trouble. I'm where you really find peace. And here he's kind of saying, don't look to yourself. Don't look to your work and all of the things that you do to be sufficient. Look to me. Because you're just still going to have anxiety about the things of this world if you look to yourself to solve it. You need to look to me, put my kingdom first, and then all of that stuff will be taken care of. So I like that because it builds upon the other thing, but also goes even further. I've got another scripture that I want to go over, but I actually haven't turned to it yet. I I have bookmarks in the other one, but uh, not this one yet. I actually just kind of ran out of the little flag bookmarks and I was like, "Ah, I'll turn to it when the time comes. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. I love it. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Let me just go one step further. Cause I'm going to hit on this. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So he's talking about the how at this point. So he says, don't trust in the world, trust in me. Don't trust in yourself, trust in me. And then he goes on to say, here's how. Bring it all before God. And if you go if you go further back than where I started reading, uh, where he talks about uh, bringing it all before God, and he says, Uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in prayer, a supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, bring them to God, lay them at his feet. And then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Bring it to him and you'll have peace. Lay it at his feet. Don't just bring it to him, pray, and then go back to worrying. Lay it at his feet. And I, and I went on to read verse eight, because that also is something to me that, uh, A big thing for me is mindset. Uh, The way you think is the way you go. And so when Paul's saying to think about what's honorable and just and pure and lovely and commendable and what's excellent and what's worthy of praise, you only have so much mental space to to be consumed. And so if you fill it up with negativity and you fill it up with worry, you're just going to be anxious. But if you fill it up with these good things and trust in God, you you, you bring your request to him, you, you lighten your load, you put your burden on him and lay it at his feet. And you think about what's honorable and pure and lovely and commendable and excellent and worthy of praise. Those are all things of God, by the way, whatever is worthy of praise. Well, the only things that are worthy of praise are the things of God. So you're thinking about the things of God. You're thinking about what's above and not what's down here below. And then the peace of God will be in your hearts and minds. I like that the ESV says, we'll guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Have you ever thought about that wording? The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. We, we, we use that terminology in Christianity, right? The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. You know, we got that, that song we sang as kids, the love of Jesus, love of Jesus down in my heart, where down in my heart. And then we sing the part about, got the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. Maybe you don't know that song and I sound like a crazy person, but hopefully some of you know, because I don't want to sound like a crazy person. So it says that it will guard your hearts and your minds. Oh, from what? From anxiety that's what I'm reading in there. Maybe you're getting a different interpretation and I would love to hear from you. I really would. So you can, you can email me if you want uh, at MJC at Matthew Or you could also just go to my Facebook page, Matthew J. Cochran. And um, I really would love to hear what you have to say on the matter and we can have a discussion on it. But that's what I've got for today. One of the commands of Christ is to, let not your heart be troubled. Very interesting to think of that as a command. And I'm going to be thinking about that more after I hit stop recording on this podcast. And hopefully after you hit stop on listening to the podcast, you'll be thinking about it more too. Go back and look at those scriptures all over again. Let me, let me read them all off to you again, just so you can note, uh, note them down. They were John 14, 27. John 16, Matthew 6: 25 through 20 of uh, 25 through 26 but I did read on past that and Philippians 4 six through seven but on that one I read more through uh, through eight I think So that's what I've got for now. I would love to hear from you guys you know how to reach out to me and I'll talk to you in the next episode out.